Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Low and Zo Show. All right. So, what season is it? It is officially quantum season, and we are incredibly excited about it. The wonderful yeah. thing about quantum season is that it always just arrives at the divine and perfect time. Traditionally, yeah. in the last two years, we've consistently launched QC Squared in February, but it wasn't really aligned and now it is incredibly aligned because yeah, as you guys are, I'm sure very aware, there are just so many different things going on in our world. And it can be so easy to fall back into that place of being distracted and giving your power away to various different things. Um, the reality, the powerful illusion that it is seems to draw us in and there are subconscious ways in which we give back our power. So revisiting the quantum content allows us to really shift in the, to that identity of being a creator of your reality. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, quantum season is like Zoe said, when we launch our, our sort of signature program, it's called quantum creators and, uh, or well, it's the quantum creators course. We, um, we've always shortened it to QC squared, which I was, I've been listening to like a lot of quantum content lately. And I was thinking about it and I don't actually know that the squared symbol makes sense, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, what is C squared anyways, but you know, it's sciencey and, and sounds cool. Um, and with our launch comes a lot of quantum content. So um, we have a special live stream coming up called the quantum leap live stream series, which we did for the original launch of QC squared, which was over two years ago now, and we're bringing it back. And I think it's like to date, one of my favorite ones that we've done. So we're going to jump in today to really embodying the role of creator in your reality and how powerful this is. And I think how necessary it is right now, especially kind of what it's looked like for both Zoe and I, and, um, yeah. Yeah. So let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is The, the Lo and Zoe Zo Show. We're thought leaders and entrepreneurs who know that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we do manifestation differently. We'll be empowering you to create your wealthiest life through sharing the principles of quantum creation and the infinite power of strategic identity shifting. If you've struggled in the past to manifest the love, the money, the success, and the truly opulent life you most desire, it's simply because you've been missing a vital piece of the conscious creation puzzle, and we're here to change that. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll equip you with everything you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right. So, um, we, last time we launched QC square did a live stream called creator. Um, and I think the tagline was identity of a master manifester, which I still think was, that was such a good live stream as well, but we wanted to kind of revisit some of the things that we talked about in that, um, in that live stream that we did. And if you guys want to join the quantum leap live stream, it is free. It's happening next Monday and Tuesday, March 14th and 15th. We'll leave the link down below for you. And it is a live event happening in our low and Zosho Facebook group. Um, and we'll be talking all about quantum creators, the course, and just everything that goes with it. And really when we created this course and all the content around it, it was with a desire to kind of counteract a lot of the law of attraction teachings that we personally just had had a lot of trouble with. And I think this is very synchronistic that we're coming back to this because 
I've certainly spent in the last year, six months, a lot of time in more of that, like, I don't want to say victim mindset, but like less powerful mindset of assuming I was the attractor over the creator. And the reason that that happened for me was just because there's been so much craziness happening in the world and in Canada. And I think in paying attention to it, I kind of unknowingly went back into like human mode. Whereas before all of this craziness, I, we were very much like creators. And for me, and maybe you can speak to this too, Zoe, every time I've really created you know, quantum leaps in my life and my business, it's always been that I was present to and embodying the truth that is we are quantum creators. We're not attractors. Yes, certainly. And I can definitely say for myself, I've definitely fallen into <laughs> feeling victim to circumstance, like different scenarios here in Bali. Like uh, I had a severe ringworm outbreak on my legs. That was really difficult to deal with. I got into a couple of accidents where I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks. I got Bali belly. I was healing my spine and I had some severe migraines and things going on with that. So when, and being someone who actually has never experienced things or, or internal sort of emotions or turmoil manifesting itself on the skin or in the body, I just felt like I was in this new zone of things being so out of control. And it really was one after another, after another because I set the intention of embodiment and to regulate my nervous system and to fully just ground into my body, a place that I feel like I've just sort of resisted. And so with that, of course, the bridge of incidents started unfolding, which is like, okay, so here's all of these crazy scenarios that are going to happen with your body so that you can learn more about your body and your connection to it. And of course, the metaphysical anatomy of the body. And I mean, Dr. Joe, who we always speak about on this podcast because we love him so much. Dr. Joe speaks so much about how you can really heal the body with the mind. And so I was really putting what I had learned to the test, right? So consciousness itself is earned because you can logically know as much content as you might read or consume. But when it comes to your life, in order to really integrate the lessons, you actually have to have experiences where you have to feel the emotions, you have to feel the experiences. So I felt like there was a season and this has been a season of moving to Bali in the last year of really learning embodiment and learning the power and the connection of the body and the mind. So I'm telling you, like I'm being radically honest here, when I was in those situations where I got in these accidents and I was you know, getting stitches or having all these crazy things happen to me or with migraines and things, I was lying in bed being like, why is this happening to me? That why, why am I being punished? <laughs> or why is this occurring in my life? I definitely fell back into feeling victim to circumstance. And yes, I could zoom out and be like, I know why this is happening. It's happening for this intention of embodiment. It's happening for my own good, but Sometimes we have to just allow those emotions to be there where we don't feel very good. And I just want to validate for anyone like who might be dealing with something very unpleasant right now or dealing with something very scary right now. It's a part of life. Like there's no shame in feeling like a victim sometimes is what I'm saying is that we're all human beings and we all go through these different chapters and it's okay. But what we're saying is that we we have found the way out <laughs> and the way out has always been okay. Quantum. Going from 
victim to circumstance to what do I need to do to remember who I am? And the quantum content is the path of least resistance and like the fastest way to just snap out of it. That's what I found. What about you, Lo? Well, that's exactly it. And anytime I'm in resistance, and in fear, I'm not present to being the quantum creator in my life. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, the, I actually just got this like flashback. So when you were talking about that, how like we always, you know, come back to this and it, it is like this process of, you know, navigating being a human, but then coming back to the truth that your consciousness creates reality. And that's what we teach inside of um, quantum creators. It, it has you when you learn what we teach in QC squared and when you understand it, it has you completely see yourself and see reality differently, right? Because we're trying to like attract, we're trying to pull things towards us, which is inherently uh, filled with resistance. Whereas when you know what we teach inside QC squared, it creates this like malleability. Is that a word? Like, like, when you look at reality, you're like, I'm the creator. I can shift these things. And I was just, I had this flashback to when like the night that we came up with QC squared, it was like such a download. We were walking home in Toronto <clears throat> from, um, we work. This was like early 2020, <laughs> like January or February, I think January. And we'd just been like visualizing. We were like doing our quantum. It, it's so funny. We were like going to the quantum at WeWork, and then we downloaded quantum creators. But I remember having this conversation, we were walking out of WeWork. It was before we'd like, it was a few blocks away from actually having this idea of quantum creators. It was like such a, such a moment. And we were both caught up in some like boy drama and feeling resistance around boy drama. And I, and then we like had this conversation and we started getting back into like, you know what, we're creators. Like it is ridiculous that we're getting caught up in this. And I remember saying to you, like, Anytime I'm in resistance or we're in resistance, we need to just remember that like we need to like more quantum. That's always what's missing. More quantum, less 3D reality BS, you know, where we're like giving our power away to people or to circumstances. And in the next month, we we launched QC squared, the original round of it. And I remember that was right before the pandemic hit. And I had never felt more powerful because we were so present to that content. And I remember just like walking around this grocery store and looking at other people and being like, you're not even real right now. Like I'm creating all of it. And, and so I think that <laughs> then the pandemic happened and, um, I feel like I was very present to the quantum content for the first like six months. And then reality kind of caught up with me. And I'm at the point now where I'm really going back to it because I'm like, I'm done with this, you know, being angry at the world or being upset with how things are going or, and it doesn't mean that we're like not paying attention. It means that we are claiming our power and who we really are at a time when the world desperately needs us to. Yes. Oof, so much good points there, Low. And it is, is the time, right? It's like, we're all connected in the collective as much as like, when you start to get into the quantum stuff, you're like, everyone's me pushed out and I'm the only one, but there is a collective consciousness. And the more that we choose to own our own power and really step into that, we shine a light and pave the way for other people. And this is what the world needs most right now is people stepping into their power of people owning their leadership qualities and just making way for the new paradigms and the new earth, if you will, just fully embodying who they came here to be. Because when you are in that 
powerful space. And those of you who've been through QC squared, you know what we're talking about when you get to that unstoppable, like nothing can touch me like yeah. feeling. And this is like this wild fearlessness. And it's so funny because I remember Julo each time that we kind of have forgotten and then come back you know? to the quantum content. We're always like, we try to make a vow to each other. Like, don't ever let me forget again. <laughs> Because well, and like I'll just forget to learn. <laughs> well, you forget to learn, but also it's just been such an unprecedented time, you know, like, mm-hmm. like there's been a lot, like, I feel like I have to be already sort of vibrating at a certain frequency to be able to receive the quantum stuff. And that's not been the case for the last year for me personally, like being in Canada in Canada, navigating a lot of my own stuff. And just like, it's been like, it's been hard to be here and to be alone. And, um, anyways, so, but I'm like really starting to come back into it. And yeah, every time I do, I like message though. And I'm like, I'm like, it's the quantum, like it's always the quantum. And what it does for me is just, I feel this immediate remembering of who I actually am that allows me to let go of all of the, like, bullshit resistance that I've been trying to shift or whatever. And I spent most of 2021 kind of like in the identity of a tractor. And what we're going to talk about in our live stream next week is really all the fundamental flaws with the law of attraction and why it doesn't work for so many people and how to approach manifestation instead. And for me, it's, I've only been able to manifest consistently and to create big up levels when I am embodying creator law of attraction usually has the opposite effect for me. I end up like obsessing over my thoughts and, you know, the more I, the more I find like things to heal or transform, the more there is, it's like this never ending thing where you always just think you're like one breakthrough away and it just never happens. But when I'm like back in the quantum and present to everything we teach inside QC squared, which I'm like committed to never letting go of again. (laughs) I can't go back to forgetting it because yeah. But when I'm present to it, it's like none of that stuff matters, right? And actually what I was thinking about right before we jumped on is for me, what, what the biggest shift I think that happens is I stop looking to other people as like, like I stop considering anyone outside of me. And as business owners, but I think, in any area of your life that you desire to create a lot of where the resistance comes in is other people. Right. And we're like, well, what if they aren't interested in my, in working with me or what if I can't get the clients or what if like, I'm not good enough or what if the love of my life doesn't, isn't attracted to me. And it's like all of this, like fear that, that feels very like uncontrollable because it all has to do with other people. But when you are, knowing and understanding that you're actually the creator, that your thoughts, your consciousness literally is intrinsically linked to this thing that we call 3d reality. You understand that all those people, like they're just, I mean, they're an extension of you, but they're also just an avenue through which the universe can deliver. It's like, I just all of it's instead of like, okay, I believe that people are signing up for this. And then trying, which is just like all this trying energy. Instead, it's like, I'm the creator and this is how the outcome is going to be. And like, there isn't even really a consideration of like, well, what if other people aren't interested in this? Or what if I did, it's like, 
it just lets go of all the like petty powerlessness that is not who we truly are. And has that's why we talk about quantum leaps because it's an immediate letting go of all of the excuses and conditions and fears that previously you thought you had to work through one by one. Yes, exactly. And coming back to the identity of creator, you also just dissolve any of that comparisonitis that's around any way in which you are like, you know, not in your own lane, but looking to everyone else and comparing and questioning yourself. When you are embodying the creator and you go to the quantum field and you're actively creating things, you just know, you just know, like you're speaking into low, that it's inevitable that your successes and everything that you're intending for, whatever that is, will be made to manifest. And you just need to ride out and enjoy the journey and learn, learn along the way. And it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. And in fact, anytime where I catch myself being like triggered by others or, or in a space where it just seems to be one thing after another, let's say, or I'm looking at the outside world and again, coming back to that, well, why hasn't happened? Why hasn't it happened? Whatever that it is for me. I'm always like, oh, wait, like, no, I've planted seeds in the quantum. Like everything is to be made manifest. Let me go back to the quantum field. Let me literally play around there and start to really focus on my vision and my own personal power. And sometimes even within 10 minutes, there can be literally a quantum shift in how I've been feeling about myself and how I've been viewing myself in the world. Because oftentimes when we find ourselves in ruts, let's say, we don't really know how we spiral down into them. It's really just like choosing one disempowering thought after another, after another. But a lot of that happens on a subconscious level. And then you don't really know until you've woken up, like let's say three days later and be like, wow, I'm in a funk. Okay. So how do I get myself back out? How did I get myself here? And like I said, sometimes just going to the quantum field for 10 minutes or just consuming some quantum content and coming back to that place of remembering can literally be a quantum leap in itself where you just know who you are and you know what your results will be. I think too, like a big part of why this understanding and content is so powerful is that life is heavy. This world is fucking heavy right now. There's no you know, if, ands, or buts about it. And it's been that way for some time, but it just seems like we can't catch a freaking break. And it's not to negate that people are suffering and that horrible things are happening, but it's like, it changes your relationship with it. It's kind of like being remind when you're in, you know, just so much resistance about the world or upset about the world, being reminded that like this existence, we don't even understand what it is. We're on a spinning rock in a universe, we can't even comprehend the size of, you know, like it's, it's, I find a lot of comfort in like zooming way out, seeing things in perspective and being like this thing over here that I'm worrying about in my life is like, we don't even like this might hold, this whole thing might be a simulation, you know, like I, I personally just find so much freedom and being like, nothing matters. And like, you know, um, and I know that's, you know, there are, like I said, there are people suffering and and that kind of thing, but I think that no matter what we create with our attention. And so when you understand that you're the creator, you don't 
put your attention on things that you don't desire to see more of in the world, right? Rather than being angry about certain things, instead, you're intentionally focusing your energy towards a solution, towards vibrating at a, in a, in a space of love. Um, and yeah, I really believe that, you know, there's a lot of mind control that happens from a space of understanding just how, like, I believe that there's a lot of powerful people in the world that really understand how powerful human consciousness is that, um, that human consciousness and the power of observation is intrinsically linked to this thing that we call reality. And we really dive into the science of it in QC squared, which I just geek out on every single time. But when you understand how human consciousness works and you get enough people focused on one thing for, you know, any period of time, you're going to create that. And I think that there's people that understand that and, and, you know, distract people on purpose and want people to remain disempowered in their own lives because they can be, you know, not to go like to conspiracy theorist or anything, but I do think that the average person, if they really understood how powerful their attention was, they would stop placing it on things they did not want to see more of in this world. Exactly. Boom, low giving a little wink, alternative truth theories. (laughs) There literally are CIA documents. I believe you are the one who told me about this low about like the law of attraction quote, if you will, or just the power of our consciousness and the power that each individual has as creators. Like it is, it is known and it is known on those higher up levels because the media then, uh, knows, what messaging they want to deliver and which way they want to drive the collective. But coming back to this place of really understanding and also just educating yourself on your power as a creator, you can recognize that, you know what? I don't really want to give my power away to anything that I don't want to see happen. I want to keep it with me. I want to keep it focused on love, light, all the abundance and the blessings of my future. And that's what's like so empowering once you actually learn about this because the empowerment comes through education and education on all different levels and really just being able to see yourself as a extremely powerful being for perhaps the first time in your life. You don't have an option not to when you dive into this content. Like uh, you just, you're like, you're like, like I just read this, um, this book I was telling Zoe about, it was called biocentrism. And to be honest, I don't think, I think it'd be hard to understand if you didn't have the knowledge that we shared in QC squared, but it's hundred percent about, um, how human consciousness and consciousness in general is what creates the physical world as we know it. And that's what we teach inside QC squared and show you, you know, very like cutting edge, um, quantum physics discoveries that are being made as we speak. And, it really just has you be like, everything that I thought I was is false. Everything that the average human thinks they are is false. And it like, you just can't go back. I think that, you know, in the last year, two years, whatever people have gone through, like Zoe and I, you know, working through some resistance in different areas, I think that it was all It's like, we have to feel through our human emotions in order to release them. And I believe that we're at this like, like precipice of, of awakening that's going, that is happening on the planet, um, where people are choosing different for themselves. They're looking at certain systems and expectations 
and narratives that are in place. And they're saying that doesn't serve me anymore. I desire better, but in order to be open to that and be in an energetic state that is even able to receive that we had to first come head to head with our shadows. And that looked different for everybody and does look different for everybody, but nobody has gotten out of the last two years, you know, scotch-free in terms of having to face something. And for me, it was, um, oh man, I feel like I just came up against everything in a way that I never had had to before. And I'm on the other side of it now. Um, and a big part of, of what's elevating me out of it quickly is QC squared. And I know Zoe, you're in the same boat where it's kind of like, we had to go into this like incubator <laughs> like intensity to release, you know, to yeah, let go of the lower level vibrations to really embody what we're actually capable of, how powerful we actually are. So if you in the last year or two have struggled, you know, like everybody know that it wasn't for nothing. It was you coming, coming up against or becoming aware of the things that are now being released from your body. You're literally undoing years and even generations of trauma and things that have been stored in your body so that you can elevate into a place that is then able to receive the truth about who you really are and what you're really capable of. Exactly. And yeah, we really want to validate. We know that it has not been easy for anyone these past years and that we've all been up against our greatest fears and really having to feel that out in our nervous system and have these things arise. But emotions are energy in motion. Just like Lo said, every time that you're feeling into whatever is there for you, you're feeling it to heal it. Each time that you decide to face your fears as in feel those lower level vibrations, they are passing through you and they no longer are a part of you where they no longer will, for example, manifest into something physical or a sickness or an ailment of some kind. We are releasing these things so that we can feel more liberated, lighter, more sovereign. I can, I can almost bet that every single one of you, if you were to think about the quantum leap that you are desiring in your life right now, it was in order for you to have more freedom. If it's alignment with full and total health, it's so that you can feel free in your body and free to live your life and move around as you please. If it's to ha start your own business, it's so that you can have that freedom where you don't have to work for someone else. If it's for more money, definitely so you can have the freedom to live the life that you desire. We're all desiring to feel more free. So what we have to do to get there is to feel the emotions on the way out or on the way up, if you will. And one thing that I really want to highlight, because this is something that of course is, has been around the law of attraction messaging is don't, don't feel your emotions, right? If you have a, a bad feeling, change it, choose a better feeling thought. And one thing that I really want to say, and what I think that people really love, and I know that it's low and I's favorite part of this program is that people receive this incredible emotional transformation where they really start to see that the healing journey and the manifestation journey are separate all in one, of course, because they're your journey of life, but you don't have to become enlightened in order to be able to manifest your dreams. You don't have to be high vibe all the time to manifest what it is that you want. And quite frankly, Alo and I have spoken into many examples on this podcast specifically where we've been feeling yeah. all kinds of ways in our nervous system and have generated incredible results. And that's because above all, we've been continually coming back to this truth that we are powerful and that yes. we create our reality. 
And I think that what we're also coming to shift into this time is that manifestation is changing. Manifestation is altering in different ways. And those people who are desiring to be the creators of their reality, right? Those of you who are listening to this podcast, you cannot perceive what you're not in the vibration of. So I know that's you. You've probably been called to heal and release a lot of suppressed emotions that have felt very uncomfortable and have felt very scary. But you're doing that because in order to what I believe to manifest your optimal timeline and manifest all those desires that you have, you have to feel into the opposite of now. You have, you are often called in the bridge of incidents to feel into those deepest fears, right? To show yourself like, oh, okay, I decided to sit with my fear. And quite honestly, you guys, this is sort of how it happens is when the fear comes up in the nervous system, go sit with it, sit with it. Maybe it takes five minutes, you have a little cry, or maybe it takes half an hour. But I'm telling you, if you actually just decide to tune into the body, to think about where it is, like, let's say it's in the shoulders or a tightness in the chest, where it is that you're feeling discomfort and fear, breathe into it, almost like imagine, imagine literally what the worst fear would be. And then come out of the meditation or just sitting with yourself and holding space for yourself and see like, oh, it dissolved, it dissolved. And wow, I did that so fast. You, I believe that those of you who are being called to, for example, have deeper healing journeys right now, or because manifestation is about to get real easy, real fast. It's just, it's just calling for you to access that higher level timeline, which is a higher level of vibration that is not possible until you purge the lower level emotions, the lower level vibrations. Yes. And, and a lot of the time going through those emotions is actually your path of least resistance. Like what we teach in QC squared is how to set an intention, <clears throat> communicate it with the quantum field, and then allow for what we call the bridge of incidents, which oftentimes does require you to feel and release those emotions. Um, and if you understand how the process works, you're, you aren't like, oh my God, I'm feeling the, you're not freaking out about those emotions. You're like, this is coming up for a reason. You don't have to emotionally bypass yourself anymore because you actually see those emotions as being evidence that what you desire is coming closer. And actually, um, what you're saying Zoe, about like manifestation is changing. So Zoe and I, um, at like the end of last year, early this year, we got really into Kyle Cease. And I actually have, um, a quote of his that I, I think it was on, um, his interview with Lewis house on the school of greatness podcast. And it talks about exactly, exactly this. Can I read it? Cause it's so good. I actually wrote it down. Cause I was, I was like, I'm going to put this into a podcast episode. I never did. He said, yes. I believe that consciousness is expanding to a level where these things can't not be seen. And so what he was talking about was like, we can't not look at our shadow selves. We can't not look at the ways in which we don't feel we're good enough. It's almost like our consciousness is bigger now. So it's looking and rooting around in our bodies, becoming number one in order to not feel something. I believe that that was at one point, the collective highest consciousness in the eighties and nineties. We, uh, we didn't look at our deepest, darkest things. The old movement of making money was the thing to have nine Lamborghinis and make everything uh, was all about hype. 
everyone wanted to be the young Donald Trump. Then the secret came out and it said, focus on what you want and just be positive. What I believe is that consciousness is bigger now. And instead of focusing on what you want, I really believe that the amount of what you can get is based solely on how much you can accept the opposite. In other words, if you want to be rich, your ability to become it is based on how willing you are to be poor. If you want to be in the ultimate relationship, it's based on how willing you are to be alone. If you can give love being alone, you'll cry out to you'll cry out your codependency, right? This is the feeling it to heal it. Um, you'll cry out the old story and then you'll create a space for that love to arrive. Um, it goes all the way to, if you want the best life, totally accept death. If you want the greatest life in the world, be completely accepting of death. The more you go, I'm fine with death. The more you will feel free. Um, yeah. So it, I don't know. It was just so, cause it's so true, right? It used to be, I don't find that just trying to think positive thoughts works like at all anymore. And I also don't believe that we're anymore in a reality that makes that possible, right? Like there's just so much contrast being shown to us. And so if you're not willing to look at what's there and we actually added like a, a bonus module to QC squared last round, talking about this specifically and about allowing for the emotions to come up so that they can be released. And this was last year for me, like I would spend like hours just crying and I didn't know for what reason a lot of the time, but I just allowed it. I was like, I, this is me releasing things that have been like stored down in my body, in my DNA, I'm probably carrying stuff from my parents and their parents. And I'm going to like, let this be the year that I release it all. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I think that like, that's necessary when that comes up and it's also how you transform the quickest. If it's the thing that you're called into sometimes with quantum creation, often you're, you know, what you want is already available to you and you're going to be shown the way that gets you there quickly, but also you don't have to worry about the emotions coming up because that's also a part of your highest timeline to what you want. Exactly. And you know what, all of this really reminds me of ayahuasca. <laughs> I may bring this back in because this is why ayahuasca is so transformative for people is because they go into this space where they have no choice, but to feel their suppressed emotions and fears. And that's why they come out the other side, having said, wow, that was like 20 years of therapy in one night, because they have not given themselves permission to feel their deepest, darkest fears or what needs to be witnessed in the shadow. And then they go into this night of ceremonies where, you know, time space doesn't exist. And they come out and they're like, wow, I feel so much lighter wow, I've created so many shifts and those shifts are now available to you guys. Like you don't have to go to the jungle and do ayahuasca. Like you have that power within you. And I think more than ever, we're all being called to just begin to see that we are the medicine more than ever. And that we have those powers that we are seeking from external things. And we can do this on our own, right? We can choose to be brave and sit with our deepest fears and make it out on the other side, lighter and transformed. And it sometimes only takes 10 minutes. Sometimes it's a few hours. Sometimes you don't even know what it is that you're releasing, but the fact that you're holding space for yourself, you're letting your inner self know that you are safe and you are secure. And ultimately when we feel safe and secure, we are free. And this is why I think it's so important that people understand creation rather than attraction, because attraction says you attract what you feel. Right. And if you're right now being called to feel 
those emotions so that they can be released. Well, you're living in fear, right? You're writing stories about that. And I've done, I know this from experience when I'm thinking that it's law of attraction based in terms of manifestation, then I'm feeling feelings and writing this story about them that says, if I stay in this feeling for long, I'll create X, Y, and Z that I don't want to create. And that comes with all this anxiety and also just like prolonging the period of releasing those emotions. And when we talk about releasing emotions, we mean like actually ridding your body of them, feeling them to heal them. But what the law of attraction has always taught is like, don't feel those thoughts, just focus on these ones over here. And so you're just constantly in the state of like monitoring your thoughts all the time, resisting your own emotions, writing stories like, oh, yesterday I had anxiety. And that means that I'm going to create this. <laughs> um, and it's just not the case, but it will be the case if you have the story about it, right? If you're thinking that you're an attractor and you're in anxiety, you're going to tell the story of now I'm manifesting this. And that will actually be the thing that manifests it, not the emotion itself. The emotion itself is neutral, right? It's the story that we have about it. When you are a creator, instead, the story you have is great. I'm aligning with my highest timeline. I am releasing the things that are not who I actually am so that I can align with and quantum leap into that reality that I'm actually destined for. Yes. Ugh. And just know that it is so accessible for you guys. Anything that you feel drawn to in your heart, anything that's calling for you, those, those yearnings are there. And that internal compass is trying to guide you there because it is already yours, right? I mean, if we're going to get a little bit esoteric, even here, past, present, and future, all existing in the now, the reason why you feel so strongly about things for your future is because on a, another timeline, they're already yours right now. Right. And so when you understand reality on the subatomic quantum level, you can see actually how accessible these things are to you, how accessible your freedom is and how the journey of healing and releasing suppressed emotions, vibrations has absolutely nothing to do with your power as a creator and your ability to generate results. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing that, um, I'm often present to is when I'm embodying identity of a creator, I I'm shoot, like I'm aiming higher because I'm not in this mindset that I need to like step by step by step throw things. I'm in the mindset of all of it is not just a mindset. It's an understanding. All of it is available. Now everything exists as a potential in the quantum field. We choose which potential we place our energy and our focus on and thus, which potential collapses from the quantum field, from potential into reality, into the 3D world. And we really go into all of this in QC squared. And so there is no difference when Abraham Hicks says it's the same to manifest a castle as it is a button. You see in quantum, uh, quantum creators why that is actually true. Like from a manifestation, from a creation standpoint, there are no limits. And I think when you're embodying that, you're not like, you're not bringing your human into it. That's what I think we do so much of the time with manifestation and especially with law of attraction, at least what I've certainly done is I bring so much humanness into it that it's just like, like riddled with resistance. And I'm telling myself that all these things need to happen before that outcome can manifest. Whereas when I'm creating, I'm like, there are no, or there are no conditions. There are no rules I can have whatever it is that I desire. And 
for me, it's just at this point, like I'm really practicing getting back into that identity consistently. And I've been really focusing on that the last few weeks. And like, I feel it's just so freeing to be like, Oh, I'm remembering now. And Zoe and I launched QC squared a few times throughout the last two years. Um, and it, those would be like the windows where things really opened up for me because I was present to it again, but then I was giving a lot personally, I was giving a lot of my power away to the news and, you know, all this kind of stuff because the news and, and, you know, everything going on was impacting us in a way that it never had before. Right. Um, and so I kind of fell into that for a while, but now I'm like, yeah, it's like, I have to be in the energy and in the mindset of creator or else, I don't know. I just, everything just is so riddled with resistance for me and I'm full of restriction and I'm giving my power away and in victim mode. And that's actually one thing we wanted to talk about was like kind of the idea of like waiting on the universe versus you understanding that like you are the universe. Like it's, it's you, right? Cause I know Zoe and I go into that mindset sometimes or have in the past where it's like, come on universe. Like, where are you? Right. Which is still like giving power away to something outside of you. And when you're actually embodied as creator, you're like, there is nothing outside of me. So it's not yes. that it's not, it's not that it's not here yet. And it might not be coming. It's that like, it is here. I'm just like, it's, it's collapsing as we speak into the 3d realm and there's like no, there's no separation. There's no absence or scarcity around anything. It's just a completely different mindset that in my experience has led to huge changes in short periods of time. And I'm really excited to be like full-time getting back to that. Um, because most of 2020, I was really embodied in that. And I was just like month after month, quantum leaping stuff. Like, <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm really excited to be like, back in that. And that's how zone I knew it was just like time to do QC squared again. Yeah. Because when you're in the identity and fully embodied as creator, you are, you are just continuously entertaining your success versus entertaining your downfall. And I think, you know, when we heal and we feel our fears and we feel into like, for example, our downfall, whether our fear is death or whether our fear is being homeless, whether our fear is losing everything around us. Right. When we go to that place of actually feeling um, in a meditation, let's say what that feels like in our body and releasing that, then we're less susceptible to falling back into that place where we can live. I think we can live in that quantum embodiment so much more because we don't have to fear our downfall because we're like, the downfall doesn't even really exist because I already felt it out of my system. And now <laughs> I'm just going to be entertaining my success all the time. And it's like, each time you guys know that like each time you expand your comfort zone, you just know that you can do things right. Like if you've ever moved to a different country or moved to a different city, let's say by yourself, you do it once, you know, that you can do it again and you don't question yourself. It's almost like the same thing when you choose to feel into the fears and you felt them and you realize that you're perfectly safe. You like the ego just doesn't have those voices or those same narratives or even the strength in the neural pathways anymore because you've already show, shown to yourself like, no, nah, man, like I can, I can do whatever I want to do. And the fears yeah. are just an illusion. I'm, I'm more powerful than this. Yes. I'm yeah. more powerful. I can, I can live in this space where I entertain my success and I entertain my highest timeline. And that's something that Personally, I've been challenging. I literally have a sticky note right here that says, I choose to entertain my success because 
I choose to entertain my success. I choose to embody the identity of creator as much as I can now that becoming more presence to this content. And of course, we're always called to heal things whenever they show up. But when you do understand how this works, you're more welcoming to the lower level emotions and just accepting them and not trying to change anything. When we are trying yeah. to change things, we're basically sending that message to the universe. Like universe, don't worry about me. Like I've got it. I'd rather just be in this funk. I'd rather just be in this sticky situation. And trying to shift your emotions does nothing but say like, I need to fix me, right? When you're choosing to accept the emotions, you're like, no, I'm good. Right. It doesn't matter what energy is flowing through me. I am whole, worthy, and complete to receive all of my quantum manifestations. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what energies are simply moving through me in this moment. Yes. Yes. And imagine that, that belief system and freedom where you get to be, you know, in whatever emotions are currently wanting to come through you and creating quantum leaps. Like the two don't so much of the time we're like, oh, I'm feeling anxious. And so I'm not, I'm not, I must not be creating right? I must not be manifesting. Instead, it's like, oh, I'm feeling anxious. That probably means that it's getting close, <laughs> right? It's just always the story we have about where we're at and how far we are away. And I think what quantum creation does is just have people let go of the excuses or the conditions or the rules that they're placing. And um, yeah, so, you know, if you're someone who has a decent understanding of the law of attraction, but not been able to make it work consistently for you, there is another way. There's something that you're missing. We're going to liberate you to it in um, the quantum leap live stream. And if you are new to manifestation, this is a perfect place to start. I wish I could undo a lot of like the learning that I had earlier on about the law of attraction. Cause I think it actually, for me, created a whole bunch of limiting beliefs that in my experience, I can only let go of or elevate beyond when I am quantum creating instead. Yeah. So if this quantum conversation is firing you guys up, if you're lit up inside, if you want to know more, if you want to surround yourself with more of this content, Lo and I, like we said, are doing a free live stream event inside of our group where we're just going to be diving right into quantum leaps and the quantum leap live stream. It is so much fun. It's just going to inspire you about a new realm of possibilities and inspiring you to reach above and beyond any glass ceilings, any roofs that you've put over your head and just really start claiming that identity that we're talking about as creator. And yeah, we hope to see you there. Yeah. I just want to add one thing. Um, as a business coach, who's very aware of energy and creation and you know, it's the thing I know, I know it's the thing that creates like the whole world of marketing. It's, it's like success is not a 3d game at all, but a lot of people approach it as if it is anyways. So I'm all, I've always been just so interested in like the energy behind success. And I watch what other people do and I ask them questions, you know, right before things took off for you, what was the mindset shift that you made? And I've really watched what, like what's happened in my life and the energies and the mindsets that led to certain outcomes. And what I can say is that for me, the energy that has always resulted in my desired outcomes manifesting is one of feeling powerful. There doesn't seem to be a way around this. It's like, when I feel powerful, shit moves. And when I don't, it doesn't. 
And that's not to say that you can't manifest, like you're always manifesting and you can, you know, manifest miracles no matter what, but in terms of creating consistent outcomes and predictable outcomes, for me, it's always been about feeling powerful. And there's been times when I did that from a very sort of like egoic place where it was like, oh, look at my success and blah, blah, blah. And, and created like a false sense of identity, which we talked about on the podcast a few episodes ago, but what has actually worked for me way more consistently is understanding who I am as a creator. And that puts me into this energy of power that without this knowledge has been such a hard thing for me to consistently grasp and hold onto, especially over these last two years. So if you're someone that's wanting to, you know, access that feeling of power that creates everything and anything, because it's confidence, right? It's knowing it's conviction. Like the universe doesn't care how you access these emotions. You just have to be in the vibration of it and the energy of it focused on what you're, what you're wanting. Um, for me, I've never been able to get there and stay there in any other, like through any other Avenue other than, than understanding that I'm and, and like being present to the fact that I'm a quantum creator. And like, I've tried, <laughs> tried to access my power from a human perspective. And there's just too many variables. There's just too much resistance and too many people, you know, with opinions and judgments and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I personally like Zoe and I, I think are very similar where there's parts of ourselves that we're very confident in and there's parts of ourselves that we're not like, there's lots of things I'm insecure about. Right. And I, what I've witnessed is people who are very good, natural manifestors are people who were kind of naturally confident, like didn't really care what people thought, you know, like just weren't that concerned around like opinions of others and stuff. And that's just not me. Like there's certain things I don't give a shit about. And there's other things that, you know, I can really get sunk into. So I know like you're the same. And so if you're someone who sometimes is like struggling with your own self-confidence or has certain things, like for me, it's like my human hates the idea of rejection. And I have done every bit of work there is and coaching there is to try and overcome my fear of rejection. But as long as I'm operating as, as human, it's there, it's there and it'll take me out. Um, and so when I'm instead just elevating into creator, it kind of just makes it all obsolete. Yeah. It really just dissolves all the noise. Yeah. So you can just live your best life. Like you can live your most abundant life. <laughs> it just really yeah. eliminates the noise and it eliminates the noise in so far the fastest way that I know both of us has ever come across. And we're always diving into content, content, quantum content, but just content in general and just the, the messages on spirituality and higher consciousness. And this is the path of least resistance. This is the fastest way there. Yeah. So we're going to drop the links below for you guys. We'll also put the um, sales page to quantum creators. You can jump on the wait list if you would like, um, but definitely come along, join us inside the quantum leap live stream, and we will see you there. Bye guys. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into the Low and Zo show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. If you're ready to transform yourself in order to transform your life and get personalized support and coaching from us while doing it, click the link below to read all about the Low and Zo membership, the Abundant Beings Club. Until next time, stay abundant.